welcome to episode four of the Sparking Possibility podcast. My name is Cindy Vesely, and I'm a coach, consultant, facilitator, and speaker. And this morning, I'm going to be talking to you about the concept of flow. Now, many of you may have heard of the term flow, and typically when people think about flow, they think about being in the state of going with the flow, being absorbed in an activity, being immersed in something. And so there's a positive psychology concept that talks about flow as being a mental state of operation in which a person is performing an activity and they are fully immersed um, with energized focus, full involvement and enjoyment in the process of the activity. So this concept has been widely referenced across a variety of fields. It's been applied in many different settings. And the concept of flow is so important when you think about developing yourself as a leader and working from your place of strength. When you are in a state of flow and things come to you easily, they energize you as you're engaged in them and you lose time and you direct complete energy and focus into that particular activity, you're going to start seeing some amazing results come from being able to channel that energy. So I found a blog post that I had written back in 2012 when I had first uh, put together my coaching practice. And so I'd like to go back and read that. And then I'll share a few reflections on this concept of flow and leave you with a few coaching questions so you too can think about where you may, may be at in your own life and in your work in regard to this concept of flow. So seven years ago, here's what I wrote. Lately, I've been going with the flow, quite literally. Things in my life are aligning in a way that makes sense and feels right. When I first started this blog, I talked about opening the door to possibility and how I was going to walk through. At that time, there was fear around what was waiting for me on the other side of the door. What has since replaced that fear is the feeling of fearlessness. That's because when you know, you just know. And at the center of it all, at the very core of our essence, we do know ourselves better than anyone. In knowing ourselves, we can get to the place of flow. If it sounds like I'm talking to you in circles, maybe it's because I am. To me, flow equates to the place of possibility where all things magical happen. It's a hard concept to understand with your head. You need to be able to feel it with your heart. It needs to feel natural, like coming home to a deep truth or wisdom you've known for a long time. Athletes talk about flow in the pivotal moments of their careers. Dancers, musicians, and artists work from the place of flow where their art seems to pour from their soul. Writers capture stories that stir the human spirit without stopping to think about their word choice or use of grammar. Photographers bring flow to their work by capturing emotions immersed in masterful moments of time. What do all these examples have in common? Passion. Raw, pure, exuding passion. Passion, magic, possibility, those things that stir the human soul and spirit to greatness. How do we get to the place of flow? Some people spend a lifetime hoping to get there and don't. They search endlessly for flow, investing time, money, energy, and effort into things that don't matter. Flow is a state of being. That means you can't find it on a shelf for purchase. You have to dig deep, really deep. 
you have to be prepared to get outside your comfort zone and feel the magic in those moments that make you feel most alive. Those are the true moments of joy in our lives. Those are the moments that make life worth living. If I were to ask you, when was the last time you were in a state of flow, what would you say? Now, take a step back and imagine that you are in a state of flow. How does it feel? What does it look like? Now, what will you do to get yourself to that place of flow? And what's one thing you can do today? So I had written that back in 2012. Again, I had just started my own coaching practice and I was growing and developing as a coach. And one of the things that I discovered where I would experience moments of flow was in coaching conversations. So when I was engaged in a coaching conversation with somebody else, I would lose track of time. In fact, sometimes I would have to set an alarm so that I would know when there was five minutes left in a session because I was completely immersed and fully present in the activity of coaching. Another area where I've experienced flow in my life since I've written this blog post is when I'm speaking. So if there's a topic that I'm absolutely passionate about, I can get up and I can speak about that topic at length or at will similar to this podcast, um, just because it's something that I really care about and that I know will make a difference and is impactful to people. So that's another area where I experience a state of flow. Now thinking about uh, the strengths that I have, and this is based on the work of Marcus Buckingham, who's done a huge amount of work in the field of strengths, also related to positive psychology. And Marcus talks about the fact that when we are fully engaged and utilizing our strengths, we are naturally in a state of flow. So imagine a strength that you have in the workplace. Say, for example, myself, I absolutely love reading and I love doing research. I love designing and I love creating. So any opportunity that I have to go out to do some reading and to do some research and to design and create something new, you better believe that I am in a state of flow and hours and hours can pass and I won't even notice the time. So why is it important that we experience flow in our lives? What's the significance of taking time to have an awareness around when and where we feel that state of flow and when we don't. So I can tell you this shows up in my coaching conversations with my clients, particularly when they notice that they are not in a state of flow. So I want you to take a pen and paper and I want you to answer what does it look like when you're not in a state of flow? What does it feel like when you're not in a state of flow? What are those activities that drain your energy, that feel difficult? They feel hard. They feel like hurdles to you. They feel like boulders in your backpack that you are carrying around and you can't put them down until you've actually followed through and completed the task. But completing the task is so difficult for you. So as you reflect on those activities, and I'm sure there are ideas or things that came to mind for you, that is how you know 
probably where your areas of weakness are. And you're probably not ever going to experience flow in those areas. But if you were to direct your time and energy and attention to your strengths, so if you think about your work week, you think about your home life, what are those activities that energize you, that engage you, that excite you, where you participate in them and you may be physically tired, but at the end of the day, you feel emotionally satisfied and time just whizzes by. So as you think about those activities, what are they for you and how often are you engaging in them? So the challenge that I want to leave with you this week, short and sweet podcast this week, is to pay attention and notice What are the areas in your life where you are experiencing flow right now? And how can you do more of those things? And conversely, what are the areas where you feel a disconnect and there is not flow and it feels difficult and hard like an uphill battle? And how might you be able to do less of those things? So that's it from me this week. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you again in one week's time.